Hello there. Hey. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing well. Busy, but really well. Um, Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm Jamie and this is Michelle and we have formed an unlikely friendship slash alliance. Um, We have both survived the same diagnosed um, narcissistic predator, uh, I guess you could say, um, in the most succinct way possible. And um, our podcast has been focused on going through each of our journeys and the court system, warning signs that we wished we had seen earlier on, and then um, part of our healing process. So this is our podcast, and Michelle is going to give us a disclaimer. Yes, thank you. Um, As Jamie just said, our podcast is about our experiences with a diagnosed narcissist. He's also a sex addict. So we do talk about sensitive topics. Um, Just be aware that some things may trigger or offend or discussing graphically different types of abuse and instances that led to his multiple charges um, and arrests in two Virginia counties. So this content is explicit and absolutely not suitable for children. (laughs) So Michelle and I, if some of you have seen our Facebook or Instagram, um, Michelle and I have an announcement that tonight is going to be our last podcast episode. Um, And there's many reasons as to why, um, but briefly going into that, um, both of us, you know, we are professional career ladies and we're also starting some new endeavors. Uh, Michelle is starting a business um, on her own. I have got a lot on my plate with my family. And we initially began this podcast really kind of help us, you know, heal as well as, you know, go over those warning signs and things that we missed and, you know, to share with others the um, criminal process that we have both been through now and that unfortunately Michelle is still going through. And also to share, you know, things that have been helpful to us now, looking back in regards to how to find criminal records and things of that nature. Um, But the podcast itself has done a lot for us um, on both of our healing journeys. And when we initially started it, um, I think that was kind of like the goal for both of us. And it has accomplished that in a huge way. And I know for both of us, like I, I initially started my TikTok in hopes that it would reach Michelle um, and I could warn her about the man that she was living with and him being a predator and that her safety and her children's safety was at risk. And though my TikTok isn't what reached her, uh, you'll have to listen to the last episode to find out the details on how I reached her. Um, you know, then she came on TikTok, and then we started collaborating together and then the podcast was born. Um, But my initial goal and hope was to, I guess, further along my healing journey. And that has absolutely been accomplished. Um, I know that I, of course, we're going to have healing 
to do for years to come. However, um, you know, that initial like difficult period um, that podcast and TikTok have helped with that. And I know, at least for me, my TikTok has gone on a different path, more towards um, healing from other trauma in my life, as well as my new spirituality journey. And we just no longer want to give attention or headspace to the ex that we share. Um, and I know Michelle has some things to say about that as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you. Everything, though, on all the same points that I would make. Um, as far as, yeah, just things on our plate. Um, I'm ready to my time and energy on other things that do not include psycho. <laughs> right, so right, I'm right. Taking, you know, a certification for work right now, and I'm just getting the business up and start. Um, a Rebel to Rising LLC. I've got my first set of percent um, wax melts. That collection is done. I've got like 10 cents in those and I'm starting on my 10 candle section. So it's coming along. And awesome. Um, and yeah, pretty much everything you said, the when when all of this first started and, and I did get on on like when I first got to TikTok, it was just to follow you and kind of, you know, I binged the crap out of your content to, you know, to just find everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I shell shocked you for a little bit there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so like I didn't initially even start actually using TikTok for anything but that. Um, and then like after he was arrested on the first set of charges, kind of like you, I, I was like, okay, let me just hop on here. I really didn't expect it to, to necessarily reach anybody, but I, I do well processing and thinking out loud. So, Same. I like, okay, great, you know, place for like a video diary. And that's absolutely exactly what it started out as. Um, and so, you know, that really did the very initial um, shell return and <laughs> start of the healing journey. The, the podcast, my initial intentions with it were just like you said to, um, I, I did want, you know, it to help my own healing journey as well. Cause I knew, you know, talking yeah. through and processing it naturally would, but my main goal was you know warn up, like you said highlight some of the problems I've ran into and you know just to give people kind of a heads up and this is you know how I handled this and or this resource helped me hear that type of thing I do feel like we have accomplished that and it's just it's just and I agree with you completely. Um, like you at work, I am getting ready to um, study up on a multi-part certification and it's summer and I'm very active with my family and, um, you know, it's just, 
when I have to stop and sit and think about him or focus on past, um, whereas before, like you said, like with the video diary and everything, that's how I process. I need to talk it out. I need to process it. Um, I need to just like, I, I need to verbal word dump or verbal vomit, whatever you want to call it. Right, um, right. yeah. And so like, and because I, I didn't do that for the first two and a half years. Um, I guess it was time for it all to come out, but I didn't want to like put all that on my family or my friends or, you know, I mean, I, I try not to like, I don't even really, I don't talk about him to friends. I don't talk about him to the kids. I don't talk. I mean, I really don't talk about him or even think about him. Um, and it was definitely hugely helpful in processing a lot of things. Um, but I'm at a point where like, he's so insignificant to me now. Like I don't even have anger anymore. Um, I don't have rage anymore. Like I went through about a year of rage and I don't have that anymore. And it's like, he's just so insignificant. I don't want to give him any more attention. Cause number one, he likes that it strokes his ego. Yeah. Um, and number two, like he's so inconsequential to my life anymore. Like I, I don't even want to give him any headspace anymore. Yeah. Um, unfortunately we have to a little bit more uh, just because court and everything like that. Um, and we will absolutely give updates um, on our TikToks um, oh. or Instagram or whatever, you know, for people who have been following along, um, we will definitely give updates as more court things happen. But uh, both of us are just really like, he's just insignificant and he doesn't matter anymore. So that's not our primary focus anymore. And sometimes um, when I have to focus on him, it ends up like making me feel uh, feelings, emotions that I don't want to feel like I don't want to bring anger back. I don't want to bring um, any of that back because I've worked really hard to get over that and to heal from that and to just let it go. And so I don't like focusing on him because it, it can bring me back to a negative headspace that I, I just don't appreciate anymore. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it makes it like you said, um, it makes you feel like you're on the verge of reverting and that right. Would, yeah, mess up all of of what you've done and income. Um, so yeah. I'm to the point where, you know, this has helped me heal. I keep focusing on on him instead of putting, you know more of my efforts into these other areas and I will get kind of stuck in that space. You know what I mean? Right. And absolutely. I'm, absolutely. And I don't I'm think either of us want that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so for those who did know that um, he has a court date coming up this Thursday um, to recap his previous um he had a court date last month and um he was found well he he pled no pros on the no four counts okay. yeah yeah so basically basically what that is and it, it's an admission saying i'm not going to say that i'm guilty 
but I will admit that there's enough evidence that shows that I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. And he got 12 months for each charge, so 48 months, but that then kicks it over into a different court, and he has the opportunity to appeal. Now, those four charges were after the initial nine charges from last summer. Those charges were from back in March. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so he has that 48 months pending, not that he would actually serve the 48 months if he doesn't appeal. They would mm-hmm. run them all together. So it would be 12 months, yeah. which is BS, but whatever. Um, but the nine charges, the nine initial charges for stalking, trespassing and property damage, um, that is this thursday and what we anticipate because it got continued and continued and continued for an entire year and initially he was just (laughs) continuing it while he was still stalking you yep (laughs) he didn't think he was gonna get caught a second time even though he was doing it in broad freaking daylight but you know i digress um (laughs) i anticipate that they're not going to continue this one because, you know, it has been a year and he is going to have to enter a plea in order for them to set a trial date. That's what um, I'm and hoping, I, like, finally, at least a plea. I would love to get just a trial date. Um, now, if I, I really don't think this would happen at all, he could technically go in there and plead guilty to all nine charges, maybe see if he can work out a deal. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't think he would do that. Um, I think he's too egotistical to do that, but I don't know. He did in the 11th hour last time, um, in the charges related to the child abuse and strangulation of our kid. So I, I don't know. I don't know. That's always a possibility. Um, uh, but I think that would be more of a possibility down the road once it came closer to a trial date. So I'm hoping that he just enters a plea of whatever just so we can get a trial date. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. And then once we have the trial, um, if it goes forward and there, there isn't a plea deal worked out or something like that, um, depending on the results of that trial, um, that would probably play into whether he is going to file an appeal or not on those four other charges so far. Cause I have been keeping updated on the website, um, with the online court case system and everything. Um, he has not filed an appeal and as long as we can get a guilty or a, either whether he pleads it or if he's yes, I- guilty. Sorry, go ahead. I just, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just. Oh. I saw the other day where he, the appeal was filed on, on the last court date, but I will look that up and, and find out. Yeah. You know what? I, it's been about a week since I've looked. I, I didn't see any, I, I looked to see if there was any upcoming dates. I didn't see any. I think before they could set a date, they would have to have the outcome of this, the nine charges. But I don't, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, I'll look, I'll look it up again after this and find out. Sorry. (laughs) Perfect. No, no, you're fine. Um, But once we get an actual like full sentence, 
in the court that he's currently in, we get a guilty, we get a sentence, and he actually has to start serving time, then um, I can go forward with the initial suspended sentence for the assault on our child um, because part of his plea deal was 10 years of good behavior and that if he were convicted of any crime in that 10-year period, he would have to serve his suspended sentence. So fingers crossed that that's the ultimate outcome um, because we're kind of hoping that he needs a consequence a lot bigger than he got last time, which was 12 months in protective custody uh, with a with a tablet in his cell all day long that he could do Uh, all kinds of things on which i don't understand but that's neither here nor there um (laughs) we're just hoping that he gets a few years that the consequence will actually sink in a little bit and we're also both hoping for at least one felony conviction because that would go a lot further in protecting any future victims exactly yeah, I, I don't think that he, um, well, we know he wasn't really expecting, I guess, to get caught initially the first time, but he definitely, in my opinion, wasn't expecting to get caught the second time. Um, so no, he, he looked shocked. He, he looked utterly shocked second, in that. In that second mugshot, he absolutely, oh, yeah. like, you know, like he just got pulled out of bed and what the hell Um, oh yeah I I don't think that he anticipated any of this I think that what he planned on getting away with and thought he was going to was nothing more than paying back that restitution right which I'm really hoping doesn't work in his favor because if he paid the restitution for the property damage that is an admission of guilt exactly and he so, right be like right before I finally got him caught again. Like I was, it was like a week, maybe I think. Yeah, because I was working on the the reestablishing the pattern. I ran into one um, deputy I did not care for. Yeah, that and <laughs> and then um, the next one finally actually and came and you know looked at my and was like oh can't do anything about this yet but it does you know the next thing deputy um and i i mean i was calling the witness protect letting them know you know hey get this message to the da's office that he is not but you know i was trying everything um right so hopefully especially now that he does have the other four charges um he'll get some actual time to serve in general population and i really really am hoping for for one felony because like you said he'll to disclose that at any other job it's going to make it much much harder for him to abuse any other woman or child ever if he is a convicted felon Right. Right. And I think um, even, you know, when I when I talk to my kids, that's their hope as well. Just protecting people in the future. Like they don't they don't really. It's not about revenge. It's not about vengeance or anything like that. It's about like 
he's never stopped. He he's never going to stop. Yeah. Um. Anger every now and then, but it's it's right. about the bigger picture and the he. This person does not need to, not a contributing member. He's a freaking member, right? And it's it's like he had a choice at the beginning of all of this. He had a choice, absolutely, and he clearly. He clearly made the wrong choice. Had he just left you alone? Was just leave. That's it. Right. Like right. And had he just left you alone and let it be? That's all he had to do. And now he's got thirteen freaking pending charges. Well, no, I know, and it's all all because of his own actions. Um, every single one, his own actions, and it, it. and that's the narcissism in him. That's the um, addict in him. That's, you know, I. that's just the dark side of him. And he lost control and he no longer had the ability to mooch off you, number one. And number two, he no longer had that control. And to him, that's yeah. when he flips his shit that's when he assaulted our child when he when i kicked him out and he no longer had the ability to control me anymore like i was done i was done so he specifically came over on a day that i was at work and he assaulted my child um prior to that i had been begging and asking him to just can we be cordial can we just like you know i don't want to take the kids away from you i don't want to you know i want you to be active in their life i want you to remain in their life and i tried i tried everything to work it out with him and he's the one that made the choice then and he's the one that made the choice with you and he's the one that made the choice with the inmate like either one he has no one to yeah He, he made his bed it is time for him to lie in it yeah i mean none of us None of us trapped him. None of us, like, um, you know, drove him to any of these choices that he made. This was all decisions that he made on his own. And he will try. He will try because he did it to you. So whoever his next victim is, he will try and say how he was set up and how it wasn't as bad as it looks or whatever. Um And it's, you know, he is going to do whatever he possibly can to make himself into the victim. Yep. But we plan on, um, you know, updating on our TikTok specifically, um, letting you guys know what the results of this Thursday are and whatever the results of an, you know, upcoming trial is. Um, I am going to, if there is a trial, I am going to, uh, try like mad to be there unless I'm out of town. Um, cause I think it is, you know, excellent for Michelle and I to both be there. Um, oh, yeah. and I've gone to previous court dates and everything like that. Um, I haven't gone to the recent ones simply because it was just continuance after continuance after continuance and driving three hours, yeah. um, for, five minutes in court um we're a bit much so um at this point you know i've made the decision that yes i'll absolutely go to a trial 
if it comes to that. Um, but for for the five minute hearings, it's it's just not worth the six hour trip. And I don't want him to think that he has that much meaning in my life that I'm going to drive six hours in one day to see him anymore. I did initially because I wanted to show him that I had taken my power back. And I'm good now. Um, but I will absolutely be there for trial itself because I I just want that last tiny bit of closure. Yeah. But other than that, I think basically at this point, you're still going to see us active on TikTok. Michelle, I think you are taking your TikTok more in your business direction. Is that yeah. right? Um, business and the healing journey itself, but, you know, building this business is part of that. So, mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely going to be focusing on just what everything looks like now. My, um, healing journey is kind of, well, it always has been, but now it's really getting like more intertwined with my spiritual journey. So yes. I, I will be talking about that some on TikTok and I know you are, are as well. I don't think mm -hmm. our content has ever or ever will be, you know, the same, but I do right. think we'll still have like similar themes. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, uh, don't, don't well. you also have like a girl's trip coming up? Yes, I do. Um, end of July. I can't freaking wait. We were going to the pink concert in Canada. Um, we couldn't that make is... it to the date that she's coming here to DC and we just couldn't make that date. So Canada, you know what? Hey, let's just go to Canada. Yep. <laughs> um, and then the second day we were going to spend at Niagara Falls, which is absolutely ironic for anyone who does not know because yep. Niagara Falls is where I was, supposed to have gone on a couple's trip with psycho last july um and mm -hmm. god that never happened <laughs> and the even further irony of that is yes we lived in buffalo for some time and i was very frequently in niagara falls but that is also where he proposed to me was in niagara falls and we both believe that he was intending to do that to michelle last july I'm yeah, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, because you said you found a ring and everything. So, Jamie. well, I never saw the ring, but the girls finally told uh, some one of the twins had seen it um, and told me about it later and where it was. And I so I never saw it, but I went looking for it after they told me that he for sure had done it. It was probably off of Wish. Probably. <laughs> I saw was. Um, <laughs> I saw him looking uh, on Amazon, like I glanced, um, he was showing me something else on his phone. So it's not like I was snooping, but I right. saw the top of it and it was just a quick glance where he had been looking at engagement rings. Lord. I, uh, well, I'm just glad that we were able to connect before that July trip. That was another one of the urgencies that I was feeling is like, oh shit, they're going to Buffalo. Um, let me see I, how and what I can put into action here. Oh my God, I'm so glad you intervened because yeah, Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, that that's that's terrifying. Um, but yeah, like like you had said, we're both kind of on our own like little spiritual journey. Um, I am like doing a lot with work, like I said. Um, but you know, we are going to remain active, maybe not as active, but active on social media. Um, and we, we just, you know, it's just going to look a little, di- little bit different. Um, but we do promise to give you guys updates so that you can know the final outcome. And once we do have a final outcome, if it's the outcome that we're hoping for, we're probably going to have some kind of little celebration. Um, at least okay. I know that I'm planning on it. <laughs> oh. There's going to be a celebration. And you and I, at some point, we still have a destruction room to go to. I think that would be such a blast. We do. We have a destruction room for sure. <laughs> yes, yes. Because, um, yeah, yeah. Specifically, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I, didn't mention anything earlier when we were chatting, but, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm sure it's just because of the anticipated court date this week, but, like, I had a dream about him last night. Oh, God. And his mom was in it too and i was like trying to run from them so i'm like yeah i could definitely use that rage room um as a healthy outlet for (laughs) any residual rage that i have or any residual you know uh, negative energy that i just want to get out yeah that would be good or or go shoot target practice helps (laughs) we could do that too because we both have the ability to do that too um that's the other thing that i don't think he's anticipating is we we have the ability to protect ourselves um but i like i said earlier too i would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when his court appointed attorney found out that he got arrested on four more charges that that he was back in for stalking again and had to go talk to yeah because that was the day I didn't know uh, whether, you know, he was going to be there or not or on the screen or whatever. Right. So, yeah, the attorney's like looking around for him. And then he went back to, you know, whatever their library area is and probably found out that, okay, he's locked up. Um, And then Psycho was there, but they never brought him out. Like his attorney went back and talked to him. So, Probably yeah. told him that he was a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know what on earth, but I mean, I would have just been shaking my head like, really? <laughs> right, right. Like, come on, dude. Come on. I mean, I here, give me something to work with so I can defend you because right now I got nothing. You like, ha- honestly. Yeah. Like, jeez. Off of these charges? Um, Hello? Yeah, gotta help me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do want to, again, you know, I just kind of want to thank everybody for listening. I I know that a lot of you longtime followers of us who have listened, you guys are, you've meant a lot to us. Um, You have been a huge part of the healing journey and helping us process with your comments. And, um, you know, it's definitely appreciated. And you know, we're going to keep the podcast. We're not going to like delete it from Spotify or anything like that. We're going to keep it there for people. If they ever need, um, you know, advice on what to do in the court system or advice when dating on how to find out if a person is a criminal or not, you know? Um, but we sincerely, sincerely thank 
everyone for coming on this journey with us. And we do definitely hope that you continue um, to see what healing can look like on the other side after escaping from a narcissist. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Jamie. And I am so, so, so grateful that I got the better person out of the relationship with you. Right? <laughs> Me? Um, I definitely got the better person. And I am so grateful for the friendship. And I am so, so grateful that you listened and that you believed me. And, you know, I didn't wish for anything to happen to you. But yet, on the other hand, when he did, you know, go off the rails, it was validation for me that, like, I wasn't making things up in my head. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't making things bigger than they really were. And so that, I think that was probably the biggest healing point for me was just having that validation, even though I hate that it had to happen. Um, yeah. But it definitely helped. It definitely helped. Um, I so I, I'm and grateful and thankful for your friendship. I am. I am so thankful for you. Um, this was absolutely an unexpected friendship, but much needed. I think for both of us, I, adore you and I honestly feel like I in a way owe you my damn life because had I made it to that July trip we really don't know what would have happened it you know yeah yeah and so, it, it it it's scary it's scary <laughs> I just yeah I'm just I'm grateful that I got you out of out of everything you know he's gonna be the one dying alone um yeah. you and I Oh yeah. Have our kids and we've got each other. Yes. And we are on our way to creating the most freaking amazing lives that we haven't even fully imagined yet. Like he, he does get done with whatever time he gets. We are going to be so far freaking gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not even going to know what to do. Um, and he doesn't have anybody on the outside this time that are going to, help him pick up the pieces Not so a person no so finally finally this time um he's actually really suffering the consequences of his own actions and that's that's just incredibly healing in itself but i do once again want to say thank you to everybody for listening um we sincerely appreciate it thank you guys thanks bye Bye.